On this episode of the Splendid Sports Podcast, how Card Crusade is revolutionizing the sports cards group breaking experience. You know what happens when something surges in popularity like the sports card industry has recently? Well, yes, prices do rise, but the best thing in my view is that new business opportunities are created. When I started doing this podcast, one of the first episodes I put out was called The Sports Card Industry is Alive. Because when I zoomed back into the sports card hobby at the beginning of the year, it was the skyrocketing card prices that caught my attention. But what I actually found to be the most interesting part of what was going on was all the innovation and new ventures popping up in the sports card industry. I've always had a love for sports cards for the last 30 years or so, but I have to say, you know, to me, it was a pretty stagnant industry for a while before this recent resurgence. If you've listened to this podcast before, you can probably tell that I love the business side of the sports card hobby. And on this episode, I was able to talk with three guys who grew up together in New York and, like me, have had a passion for the sports card hobby since they were kids. And about those opportunities that I mentioned a minute ago, well, they saw one and decided to take action this year and form Card Crusade, which, uh, simply put, is a platform that solves the problems that they see in group breaking for both the buyer and the breaker. I've said enough for now. Let's get to the interview. We got Tommy, Justin, and Mark, who are you guys, uh, three guys are the founders of Card Crusade. I'm a longtime card collector, but I've actually never been involved in a break. I know what they are. Okay. I, I, I've always loved the concept. I understand the popularity. Maybe I'm a little older than the average person who does breaks. I'm 40 now. Uh, I know it's, you know, not just for young people, but I, would you like, would you say that breaking is at least right now, is that more of a you know, a thing that people in their teens, 20s, 30s do rather than the older generations? Yeah, yeah. You know, that's definitely something we've noticed. And, and we're relatively young. We're all mid-20s. Um, and we actually started the same way as you, you know, collecting since we're children. And then we just kind of discovered group breaks and realized it's, it's a really cool way to kind of chase the teams and players you like at a discounted price. And as we kind of got more involved into the group breaking community, um, we did realize it, it it appeals much more to that younger generation of of collectors, which is kind of cool because we see uh, you know these younger kids getting involved right into collecting through group breaks. So it, it is also nice to see that too. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I've never done it, but I've always mm-hmm. thought it was really cool. And, and that's not to say I wouldn't, you know, like yeah, it's just a matter of just never pulled the trigger. But yeah. I've I've watched a few on uh, YouTube and like you know that were recorded and. I think it's just a, anything that can make the hobby more entertaining, you know, more of a, yeah. a game or, and I, I you know, I, I like to do a little sports betting myself. So I, mm-hmm. I think there's an, there's a element of that in there too, where it's a little bit of a gamble. So I, I, I really like that. But now I wanted to ask you guys, who came up with the name? Was it a group thing? I love, I love your name card crusade. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's really, yeah. really yeah. catchy. Nice. Nice. What would Mark? I- yeah, I think it was Mark. That. I, I, I think yeah. it was Mark that came up with it. Definitely was. How did you get the the domain? Was that was that hard to secure, or is that something you've o- like owned for a long time? We uh, we actually secured it. So we in the early days, you know, we bounced around a couple different names, and um, I think Mark, you know, brought up Card Crusade, 
And we were like, you know what? We really like that. Let's just, let's check the domain. The domain was, was open and available. And uh, we were like, you know what? Even if we don't use that name, let's just at least get the domain. Um, and then, you know, we ended up using it. Yeah, See, I'm, a, I'm a website guy. So I always look at things from that end of it. Like, hey, that's a great name. And I'm surprised yeah. that domain was available. So I always <laughs> like to ask that. Yeah, yeah. We, we were we were shocked at first, too. We saw it available and it was like, I want to say three to five dollars. And like Justin said, we're like, hey, we may not use it, but we just locked it in anyway. And we were bouncing around like 20 different names for the company. And then um, Mark really pushed for Car Crusade because he did think of it. And we started to kind of fall in love with the name. And uh, here we are, Car Crusade. Yep. Yeah, and I mean, just to get background on what that name means, right? You know, we we really just wanted to change. We wanted to be a part of that change in the hobby um, as everything moves more digital. And, you know, we believe in the future to move off Instagram and you'll have all these different platforms. And, you know, Card Crusade, join the crusade. That's what we use a lot as kind of a slogan um is just you know joining that change in the hobby and, and the revolution it, you know, better yeah yeah i love it so and, and so like again I'm, I'm not i'm not your typical guy who knows everything about breaking which i think is good because people that listen might be in my spot how like what how is it being done for the most part now is it just mainly like companies go on youtube and instagram and they do breaks yeah. so yeah, yeah great question uh and, and that's kind of what what uh you know we got this idea to focus in on group breaking um are the pain points associated with the way it's done now um so you know just briefly you know our our vision started kind of as like a full-scale social market platform um like kind of like ebay meets instagram um so people in the hobby would be able to talk about uh you know their favorite cards or or favorite teams um, while sharing some of their biggest pulls, but also having buying capabilities like you do have on eBay. But, um, you know, Tom actually came to us one day and he's like, hey, guys, like, why don't we focus in on like one aspect of the community? Because we're not going to take out a big player like eBay right off the bat. And that's group breaking. Um, but the problem is right now, group breaking has uh, very limited access. And where you can access it, it's, it's very convoluted and messy. Um, so, you know, on Instagram right now and eBay and YouTube, I would say those are the three primary channels that people are using for group breaking. Um, but there, it's kind of a mess in the sense that, you know, people on Instagram are asking people, what's your Venmo or your cash app and breakers are having to chase people down for their addresses. And, you know, their live streams aren't really, uh, there's like a lag time on Instagram's live stream. So like there's all these different things that we could get into, um, you know, all the features that we built out on our, on our platform that really target the pain points on these uh, media outlets that are providing uh, group breaking uh, without car crusade. Mm -hmm. And, and honestly, guys, the more I think of it, I think part of the reason why I've never done a break is because like, again, I'm old, you know? So like I go, <laughs> I go, I'm like, Hey, that's cool. I would like to do that. And then I like, I spend like two seconds trying to figure And then I'm like, Oh, whatever. I'll just, I'll do something else. You yeah. know what I mean? But if, if yeah. it becomes, if you can make it easy and simple, like for, for older people like me, I think you'd get a lot of us that get into it more. And I'm sure that's part of the idea. Yeah. And I think, you know, what you like, let's just use a example. Like what's a product that you really love to collect? Anything with Tom Brady in it. 
right? So like, <laughs> whatever you're, because I do, I collect, uh, I collect Mickey Mantle stuff, Larry Bird, and Tom Brady. Those are my three. <laughs> I guess you'd call like, you know, super collecting guys yeah, that they go after. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you know, a great example <laughs> of how you know what the real value in our platform is. Um, is really, you know, on the buyer side, you know, if you wanted to say, you know, go into an absolute break, right? Um, you would have to go into several, maybe even dozens of different live streams, hoping that the live stream you go into is breaking absolute. There's no way to search specifically for absolute breaks on Instagram, right? You're just hoping the breaker you, you stumble on is breaking it. Um, and that's, you know, what makes it really difficult because you're right. Like group breaking is kind of a gamble, but it, it truly is a way to collect the teams you love and the players at a discount instead of buying the whole box. Mm. Um, so if you're looking for that specific product on our app, you can filter by sport. You can search for products. You can filter by price. Um, you can even filter by pick your teams or random teams. So we just... You know, we give the buyer all those different options to make it 10 times easier to find what they're looking for. I went to your website and I was like, hey, this is a, this is a really nice website. Uh, I took a look around. But then when I actually downloaded the app, it mm -hmm. became so clear. I was like, oh, I, I totally get it now. It's, you know, in a way, it's a search engine. You know, it's a search engine for breaks, which really, like mm -hmm. you said, takes so many steps out of it and a lot of the legwork to find exactly what you're looking for. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, to kind of add to what Mark and Justin were saying, you know, everything they describe, um, they describe it as Instagram is it's a social media platform. You know, it's, it's really inefficient for group breaks. And it's essentially what we're doing. We want to become that one stop shop for group breaks and kind of streamline that process for buyers and breakers. And, you know, luckily we're not, well, we're not breakers. It, it is a lot of work to do. And so we can kind of tackle the pain points on the buyer side. But when it came to learning about how breakers break, you know, we really sat down with dozens of breakers and kind of really took in all this information about the troubles they go through and then integrated that on the app to make it even easier for them when listing a break. Are you the only one of your kind right now? Um, so we're, it seems like we're the only one that focuses um, primarily on group breaks. You know, where we, we've seen whatnot is absolutely killing it with live auctions. Right. Um, Loop is really focusing on live breaks. We also saw another company, they kind of launched the same time of us, is Breakers. And they're also focusing on group breaks, too. It's pretty cool. You know, seems like they provide some really useful tools. Um, but we're the only ones, it seems, right now with kind of these features to really simplify group breaks an in-app live stream, a randomizer in a live, which is pretty cool. So right now, it seems like there's only two, actually, for group breaks, just us and uh, and breakers. Even if there's competition or you're the only one mm -hmm. in this space, you're likely to have competition at some point anyway. So yeah. really, it's just a matter of how you execute it. So I think, mm -hmm. like, I want to ask you guys on that end, but there's three of you. Are you guys full-timers into this, or do you have, like, you know, uh, still kept your jobs and you're, you're starting this on the side type thing? Yeah, you know, we, we're all still, um, we have jobs full-time, um, but, you know, it, it really is the goal for us to, to go full-time on this. You know, this is, you know, when you're a kid and you're trying to figure out what you want to do when you grow up, you know, I'm pretty sure everyone always says, do something you enjoy because then it doesn't feel like work. And, you know, this is truly a passion for us. I mean, we're, it's built by collectors for collectors, right? So, 
you know, we would love to go full time. Um, that's our plan. But right now, you know, we do have families and, you know, grown up responsibilities. But yeah, so we, you know, we do have full time jobs. And mm-hmm. just to add to add to that, it, I mean, our full time jobs don't definitely don't uh, limit us with the amount of work we're putting into this. Right. You know, yes, during the day, I guess it is limiting, but we, we are all coming home from work and, you know, essentially working a full second job full time um, and really trying to get this off the ground. And we do understand that. You know, there's not there's going to it's going to get to a point where in order to take that next up to making it full time, there's not going to be an overlap from where we could leave our day jobs and get this to that point. So, you know, we are prepared. We are stacking some cash on the side and, you know, enough that'll help us fund this as we start to raise money, um, you know, and and as we get there, we're, we're definitely ready to take that step. So how does it work? So if, let's say I own a breaking company and what like what would be your pitch to me? Whereas right now I'm doing it on YouTube, I'm doing it on Instagram, maybe on my website, but, you know, not, it's not a highly trafficked website. What would be the pitch to me as a break company to say, hey, you should join us? Yeah. So, you know, most of the breakers we reach out to to come break on the app uh, were actually Instagram breakers. Um, but, for example, most of the guys who break on YouTube, they list their breaks on eBay, um, hope they get the bids up to that price so they make a profit. And then eBay also takes 14%, which is really rough. Um, and then they have to break on YouTube. But most of the breakers we targeted were on Instagram, whereas they had to spend time kind of writing out all these teams and prices, um, posting that break as a picture. Then people comment to claim spots. You have to wait for it to get filled. Like Mark said earlier, you're chasing down people for their cash app and Venmo, collecting payments. Then after the break runs, if there's 30 spots, you have to collect 30 addresses and input that into into their label printer and then ship it. Um, So the best thing we could do is we have all the populated teams. Um, When listing a break on the app, it takes about two minutes. So it's just limiting that time uh, to even list the break. And then we have in-app payments, which are protected. You know, once they pay, it goes into their account um, through the app break is done and they can kind of request a payout really simple and then again when the shipping part we actually have pre-populated shipping labels from when they purchase a spot so if i was to buy a spot from mark as soon as he gets that purchase come through on his end he can go into his purchases um, or sorry his sales and shipping and see the shipping label and just print it out so we're really effectively streamlining that whole process and making it much easier for breakers on their end too that makes total sense to me. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a ton of value that you're adding to, and, and not to mention as your brand grows, it's going to get a lot more eyeballs on that breaking company than it, than it would have just on their own. You know, trying to patch yeah. together all these different platforms. Yeah, and and that was another pinpoint that we we said when we're trying to you know literally sell this to the breakers too, because we are a new platform and we understand that most most of their following was built up through Instagram. Their customers are through Instagram, and we don't want to fully take that away. So the way we vision it is we bring on maybe a couple breakers, their followers come, um, say they bring about 100 each, and then they see breaks from other breakers, which kind of, they coexist, and then these breakers bring in new customers um, from the other ones who are also on the app. So that's kind of the goal with that too. How does the prices of sports cards as the market, you know, like obviously over the last several months, uh, the prices overall have declined. 
does that benefit the breaking companies? Meaning they can now they can get product at lower prices or is it is it better for them when prices are like they were in February where they're like sky high? But then I would imagine, well, isn't it? It's harder for them to get product, right? If mm-hmm. it's, or it's more expensive. How does that work? For, for sure. Yeah. So like, you know, it's kind of like the ch- a chicken and an egg kind of thing, right? Like supply and demand, right? And for us as a, as a breaking platform, we kind of have to grow supply and demand simultaneously so that there are not too many buyers looking for things to buy. And there are not too many sellers that are, are just like, you know, no one's buying my stuff. I don't want to do this anymore, right? Um, but obviously with fluctuation, there's different, different pros and cons, right? If, if product is cheaper, um, we find that breakers are breaking more often because they could get their hands on more stuff. Right. But at the same time with, with product being cheaper, there are times that, you know, even the resale market is attainable for people that just want to buy and and rip a box on their own. So, you know, they, there is definitely a correlation with, you know, kind of, you know, volume of breaks and how many people are buying into them with, with the price and, and the varying degree of, you know, wax prices within the market. But, uh, you know, we feel like this is more about people's passion and just be a part of the, the, you know, the breaking within the hobby and, and the excitement. And like you said before, it, it gets that, that sense of the, the same, you know, excitement you get maybe when it comes to gambling or, or taking a chance on something that, you know, you, you don't really call out or you know you didn't assume to pull from a box that day that people get in these big time boxes um that breakers are ripping so um you know there is a correlation but i think that people in the hobby uh like the fact that they could buy a portion of some more expensive products like you know national treasures or impeccable but you know or immaculate sorry um but you know it goes up and down i like vintage i like i even like cards from the you know 80s 90s because uh, that was my era. Uh, is there any, I know a lot of the breaking companies do more ultra modern stuff, which makes total sense, but do you see any like uh, expansion or do you see like specialty companies that might be joining that, that break vintage or that break even like, you know, like maybe junk wax era stuff, but that that's harder to find obviously. Yeah. I think, you know, it, it's definitely tougher um, when you talk about breaking products from you know, whether it's 10 years ago, 20 years ago, uh, just because it's all about what's out there, right? If they make a thousand boxes and 900 of them have already been opened, um, you know, it's difficult and it's really expensive to get those last hundred boxes. So I don't, you know, just at least my opinion, I don't know if we'll, we'll ever see, you know, a dedicated breaking platform or breaker that's like, I'm only going to break vintage wax um but i would love it personally i think that would be awesome you know i I would definitely be excited to see something like that yeah i mean i don't i don't expect to see any like 1988 tops or anything like that (laughs) yeah (laughs) but you know it would definitely be cool because we don't want to limit our target audience and you know it's definitely something on our sites maybe have like a special event because there are breakers out there that like to target these um, more vintage boxes and run these special breaks once in a while. So it's absolutely, absolutely in our sights. You know, like I, I saw Nat Turner, um, he just ripped like a 96 tops Chrome with Ken gold. And I, and that's absolutely awesome. And then he pulled a Kobe rookie out of it. So it's just the chances like that, you know, and it brings in um, maybe collectors who are more into the vintage stuff rather than the modern. So it, I think it'll be an awesome experience to kind of, 
get something like that going on the app. Yeah, I just see it, you know, it's like you said, it's entertainment. Even if you don't get anything in a break that, that that's a value or whatever, it's more of just a communal experience in, in these times where people are isolated. If you can um, participate in a break with, maybe you can do it with, with some of the people you know, friends, stuff like that through the platform. Mm-hmm. I just see a lot of different directions you can go with it. Um, so I, that's why I love the idea. Cause I think it's just, yeah, it, it adds that entertainment value that I think can be lacking in part of the hobby where it's more of a kind of a solitary type of thing that doesn't have to be. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the best part about it too, is, you know, if someone's live on the app, you don't have to buy into the break. You can just join and watch. And like you said, kind of get that community feeling while you're at home and watch kind of the show really. Cause it is live entertainment at the end of the day. And these guys really put on a show to some of the cards they pull, and it's an awesome experience. You know, I wanted to add to that, you know, with the entertainment aspect of it, it it definitely, you know, we talk about it all the time, is how can we inspire the younger generation or people that are just looking in on this hobby? Like, I want to get involved, um, but I'm not really sure it's for me or I don't have that real excitement out of the gate. This is kind of one of those things that, you know, we say entertainment, it provides that excitement that, you know, there are people that are just like, okay, now I get to understand some of these products that these people are breaking can, can have cars that are worth 150, $200, $250,000, $250,000 after they're graded. So, um, you know, when people pull things like that, it's definitely, you know, even if you're not into the hobby, um, it could definitely get you start, you know? So it's like, we have to, we, we constantly say, let's, let's inspire the youth and what are things that we could do to help grow this and continue to, the growth of the hobby. And we definitely think breaking is, is part of that. I agree. I think it's, yeah. again, as someone who's never actually been in one to just watch them, <laughs> I think, I think that it's, it's a huge factor and, you know, everyone says they want to grow the hobby and grow, get new people into it or people back into it. I really think that apps like yours um, can be a huge part of that you can people can can get back involved with the hobby without spending a ton of money at first right they can get Mm -hmm. that experience and then who knows where it goes from there once they start like you said seeing the different boxes and the Mm -hmm. and the products and people hitting big cards then it's just i think going to spiral into all different areas of the hobby yeah yeah absolutely man all right so last question i wanted to know do you guys what, what are the plans for like marketing to getting your name out there even more in 2022? Are you going to, maybe you do now, do you go to card shows or what are you doing for marketing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one of the main things is just kind of general networking. Um, you know, we love your show. That's kind of one of the reasons why we reached out um, and kind of getting exposure like this, like you said, card shows, we were at the Dallas card show after we launched, um, Mark and I, we were in New York, so we got to, got the chance to visit the Westchester Card Show um, at the Marriott in Terrytown, and then really we're going to tackle a lot of the card shows, kind of put a face to the brand, because right now people know us through Instagram, they just see our logo, see our name, but it is great to get out there, interact with people in the hobby, talk a bit up about the app, um, what they're doing, and then obviously, you know, Nationals coming up, we're definitely going to be there too, it's a huge event. Um, we've actually never been there before, so we're really, really excited to that. And, um, you know, these are the things we're looking to grow, um, the, the platform. And right now, you know, we are only on the App Store, which is tough because it kind of limits almost half our crowd and, and kind of the breakers following who buy into their breaks. So we have some open items that we're going to use to update the app. And once we're finished with that, should be pretty soon, we're going to start moving to Android which would absolutely help us expand into 
uh, the collecting community as well. Perfect. Yeah, I was. I have an iPhone, so I was able to download it. It's, nice. awesome, it's an awesome app. I mean, very intuitive, and uh, you can find everything you're looking for. Like you said, there's all these filters that you can search mm-hmm. by. So great. You know, it's a great app. It would be awesome too when yeah when it rolls out on Android and you get that other half of the population that can get it too or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, hey, thanks again for coming on. And uh, like you said earlier we can definitely do this again. I'd love to catch back up with you guys maybe in a few months and get an update on where things are at. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, we appreciate you having us on. It uh, really means a lot. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, as an early company like this, it means a lot for you guys to uh, um, kind of bring us on the show. And we really do appreciate that. And we'll absolutely stay in touch, man. All right. Thanks again, guys. Thanks so much. All right. Bye now. Bye. Bye. Okay, so I think they use the term pain points at least a couple times in our conversation. I think that's a great way to describe what Tom, Mark, and Justin see as business opportunities. They see the group-breaking experience currently as it's being done as a messy one on both sides. And the Card Crusade app is designed to streamline that process for both ends of it, making the group-breaking experience a better one all around through their one-stop shop platform. Look, I'm clearly not a group-breaking expert or anything like that, but I have downloaded the app, and man, it looks really good. And after that conversation, I think they have a great plan to innovate that group-breaking space that they're in, which ultimately will benefit the sports card hobby as a whole, making it more enjoyable, easier for new people to get involved. So I think it's a win-win all around, and I'm really looking forward to catching up with them in 2022 and seeing where things are at. Thanks again to Tom, Mark, and Justin for joining me. And go download the Card Crusade app now.